Hey, everybody, just wanted to let you know that this episode you're about to hear was recorded in early March. So uh, if you're wondering why we're all in the same room and nobody's mentioning the news of the day, uh, that's why. Enjoy. Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, patron of the arts. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan, I'm not bragging. It's just my lifestyle to be a patron of the arts. Sure, you love to patronize. <laughs> <laughs> the arts. You know that better than sure, anyone. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I was at the flea market today. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, look, everyone, everyone knows I'm deeply committed to, uh, artsiness and artistic lifestyle. Right. Yes. Uh, you have, you put, you put taps on all your shoes, right? Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, bes- besides that, mm-hmm. uh, I'm also a business magnate. Right. And I feel that as a captain of you industry. wear a lot of hats. Yeah. I wear a lot of hats. That's another quality of me. Sure. Uh, oh, you mean, uh, metaphorically, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Hat, hat, hat enthusiast is one of the hats you wear. Yeah. <laughs> Another one is guy from Caps for Sale. <laughs> right. He actually wears a lot of hats all at once. I'm only two things. Uh, <laughs> but I was a at... hype beast and a lifelong gamer. <laughs> okay. Thank God. Yeah. That's I, all though. I thought you were a fake gamer, babe. But... No, no, no. Okay. I'm a real gamer, babe. So uh, I was at the flea market today. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a girl there who I would guesstimate was eight years old. Mm-hmm. And she had a sign that said, Pet Portraits, $1. Mm. I'm not ashamed to say that I gave her $5. Whoa. Thinking that I would get, I asked for two pet portraits. I came back later and she had only made one of them. I have two pets. As she made the right one, Coco, the dog that I prefer. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Sissy, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> no, Sissy only listens to Come Town. <laughs> she likes Chapo. She does like Chapo. Sissy, yeah. go on Chapo. Sissy, go on Chapo. But the official dog of the dirtbag left. She's a leftist. What can I say? So I. That's what they call themselves. I'm not being mean. Don't drag me. I, I went think. to. I don't know enough about it. Yeah. I've only. <laughs> Don't drag me. Just don't drag me. <laughs> don't drag me, okay? I just don't want to get dragged. It's all. Okay. Don't okay. drag me. Jesse, yeah. don't drag me. I'm not going to Brian, don't you. dox me. <laughs> Brian was going to dox me. Don't dox me, Brian. And listeners, don't tase me. <laughs> Jesse, if you don't drag me, and Brian, you don't dox me, and if the listeners don't tase me, I'm fine. Okay. I've heard about Chapo, but I don't listen to it. So this, this, young, this young girl- Don't dox me. Uh, eight or nine years old- mm-hmm. um, and she's she's got a set of colored pencils. She's working on the drawing. She's working really hard. Yeah. And she's singing. Colored pencil, huh? She, yeah. And okay. she's singing a song out loud to herself. Mm-hmm. Is this child accompanied? Yeah. Is there a parent in eyeshot? Uh, or I guardian? Think it, I think she was an urchin. Is that the correct term? <laughs> oh, sure. It's an artful <laughs> dodger type. Do you have your yeah. billfold? Yeah. No, there Look, was check a, your pocket. You might have. Uh... There was a man. There was a man there with her that I presumed to uh, to be her father. Yeah. And he was selling things, but he gave me. He saw that I had a long strapped bag, mm-hmm. and he had some like canvas totes, and one had a long strap. And he said, "I see you like long strap bags. I printed this one up and." I just been blessing people with it. Here, take one. Wow. Yeah, it was really nice. Got a free bag, huh? Yeah. And so anyway, how long was the strap compared to the other strap? It was well. There was one strap, and it was notably long. But uh, compared to your strap, was it longer? It was similarly long. My my flea market bag, a little bit like an IKEA bag. 
I'm just trying to paint a mental picture of the straps and to kill some time. Got it. Well, thank God. (laughs) We got 80 minutes to fill here. So uh, I gave the young woman – I put some money in the young woman's jar. I I, uh, sent her two pictures, one of each of my dogs. Mm -hmm. And then I went off, talked to my friend Todd. Sure. You know what that's like. I don't. But Run around the corner, Todd talk to Todd. You don't know Todd? I don't. I've never met Todd. Oh, wow. Have you never been know. to an early bird estate sale? I guess not. I've, I don't <laughs> think I've, I don't think I know. I have no Todds in my life, period. Wow. I would have assumed you would have at least been friends with filmmaker Todd Haynes. <laughs> well, I don't know why. Well, that's me, the and, first Todd me and Todd to Solons dated for a bit, <laughs> but uh, a little bit of a weirdo. So uh, I I walked away, walked away for twenty minutes or yeah. so, came back to to collect my art that I had patronized, mm-hmm. that I had sponsored, right. and uh, she gave me the picture of Coco. And I said, oh, wow, that's really great. And it was, it was a great picture. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you that it wasn't a great picture. It was a great picture. And frankly, it was worth the $5 by itself. But the stated price was sure. $1. Right. So I had sort of gone above and beyond even when I had asked for two yeah. pictures. And I would have taken so you one picture over her of table both dogs And you hit together. her dad with the bag he gave you. No, I Shoved it into his mouth. Oh, sure, yeah, <laughs> like a ball gag dirty, style, dirty lying mouth. Yeah. Uh, so I said to this, I said to this girl again, maybe, maybe she was nine. She wasn't more than ten or eleven. Right. I said to this girl, I said, "Wow, that's really great. Um, uh, do you think you could? Uh, do you think you could make one of the other dog that I sent?" And she looked at that one and she said, "No, that's enough. That's good for now. That's what I'm going to do." Wow. Well, you know, as a patron of the arts, you should know that there's an artist's temperament. Yeah. It's the artist's way. Mm-hmm. Sure. She's probably working Jeez. on her morning pages. Uh-huh. That's another thing I've heard of but don't know a lot about. Yeah. Don't well. drag me, mem- <laughs> fans of the artist's way. Artistic self-help book, The Artist's mm-hmm. Way. Maria Bamford told me about one time. I, I, I know. I should read it. Hey, it worked for the Bammer. Sure. I am reading Bammer. Jeff Vandermeer's Wonder Book, though. Oh, really? So don't drag me. Jeff Vandermeer, the former NBA basketball coach, now color commentator? I don't think so, but okay. maybe. <laughs> did he write the book on which the film Annihilation was based? Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Same I guy, I think he then. did. Same guy. Yeah. I might be thinking of Jeff part of the southern Part of the Southern Reach trilogy. <laughs> yeah. Great All right. Trilogy. We're thinking of the same guy. All three of them. Great. Uh, oh, sorry. I was thinking of Mark Jackson. Mark well, Jackson. Well, well, mystery solved. Yeah. Uh, our guest on the program, stand-up comic, comedy writer, esteemed peer, heir to a podcast fortune. Yeah, right. Uh, Danielle Koenig. Hi. Nice Hi. to meet you on air. Don't worry. We'll get rid of Jimmy for you. Thanks. Wait, do you guys have listeners? Is this yes. going out? We, it is going out, but we don't like have listeners. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> it will be posted, but. Okay. I have so many questions. Okay. First of all, how did you get the name Jackson? What did you say the guy's name was? Oh, I, I, am, I am reading a creativity book called Wonder Book by Jeff Vandermeer. Yeah, what you said Jeff Wonder... Vandermeer, and he goes, oh, I was thinking of Ron Jackson. Why did it have no, no Yeah, you said... Neither of the names, neither the first what nor the last I first said Jeff Van Gundy, which you... is the guy I had been alluding to. Mm-hmm. You didn't say that. The guy, I did say that. I did say it. 
I, in, I, I pretended I, I was confusing. I don't think he said it. I don't think I don't, he said it. I did say it. Jeff Van Gundy. I'm so confused. Brian, didn't I say Jeff Van Gundy? Brian, make him mad and say no. <laughs> I did say it, but that's still I did not. Say it. But that's still not and anything. Then I like said, "Don't Mark name, Jackson." Stop dragging. He's us. a different Don't former us, NBA Jackie. host turned color commentator. It was a little. It was a little. It was a little. A little fun. Stop doxing us for the round ball fans in the but audience. Neither of them are anywhere near that name that Jordan said. Jeff Van Gundy is like what was the one that you said? <laughs> I did a Jeff yes, Vandermeer. Yes. Let's let's dig in. Yes, Jeff Vandermeer, and I might even be getting that guy's name wrong. All right, okay. The artist way is very old. I don't. Think, I read I don't Elizabeth. I read Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, we're all trying to boost our creativity. Is that- Executive oh. produced the podcast. Elizabeth Gilbert. That's she, not the Eat Pray. Love that's the woman? Eat Pray Love Woman. Oh, okay. She's our friend. Uh, Danielle, do you read any books to boost your creativity, the artist's way or otherwise? No. Okay. I do read books. That's I've been great. reading a lot more. Okay. Right now I'm reading the Ronan Farrow uh, book and that is about Weinstein and that just makes you realize everyone's a piece of shit. So that's Oh, fun. sure. Yeah. Can I say yeah. something? What is that I... doing for your creative output? Uh, nothing. Okay. <laughs> Same right. as everything else. Nothing. I have I have two things to say. One is in the past. Mm-hmm. It is when you said the artist's way. I truly thought you said the art of sway. Uh-huh. Uh, MTV, longtime MTV yeah, host, right. former host of the Wake Up Show. Uh, yeah. Number two, yeah. with regard to the Ronan Farrow book. Yes, I've heard wonderful things about the Ronan Farrow book. I've seen him make some television appearances. Okay, um, and I have to be honest with you. I'm so uncomfortable with how pretty he is. He's very pretty. That I have a hard time listening to the very important things he's talking about. Um, you're just like my mom. I'm sure in many ways. But uh, yeah, I had a. I was at the other end of a very uncomfortable phone call in which my mom had to tell me how attractive she thinks Ronan Farrow is. I was like, okay, got it. Noted. He's a alarmingly good looking. He is alarmingly good looking. He's, I guess he's not my type at all. So I just think he's pretty and well. And cute. I get, I'm going to be frank with you. Danielle. I'm not his type either. I get he's, it. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not my type. Right. Okay. But right. No, he's cute. He's handsome. Uh, yeah, but I and there's there's also this other thing that he does that some television personalities and he was a television reporter for a long time before he became a print yes. reporter. Some television personalities are able to speak in such coherent paragraphs. That's weird, right? That I also find that disturbing. Because I heard like, a radio like interview. Like Buttigieg. Like Buttigieg. Uh, like I heard Ronan Farrow on, on Fresh Air okay. with Terry Gross. Brackert. I, look, <laughs> love, love Terry. <laughs> yeah. Love Fresh Air. Sure. Love listening and learning yeah. on that program. Right. And I had a lot to learn about the the situation with uh, uh, the horrible man Weinstein. Weinstein and his horrible friends and peers, uh, all of which was very Despicable. horrible. Yeah. Uh, however, I was distracted by how coherently Ronan Farrell was speaking and the right. certitude and clarity with which he was speaking. Okay, it well, was you might, distressing. To yeah. Me. No, I get that. You may not have a problem with. The reading then because you know, you're supposed, supposed to be, to be clear, clear when you're supposed to be that way. Right. So, yeah. He's, but he, You are supposed to be clear though as well. <laughs> so the fact that he's Ronan is a problem. I know. There's so many problems. Uh, do you read in any fiction lately? Yes. I just read a book before this called Where is Sylvie Lee? Mm. I think that's what it's called. It's uh, in, spoiler alert, but where, where'd she end up being? 
Well, I can't really tell you, but it really um, even after I gave the spoiler Jesse, alert, Jesse, in our hearts. <laughs> oh, the whole time. Is, uh, yeah, is that it? Did I guess it? No. No. Okay. Do you really want me to tell you where she was? Yeah. Dead. Okay. Dead. 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 Oh no! <laughs> poor, poor gal. She had so it's much. It's a mystery. She was such a um, brassy dame. She, <laughs> you know, I've never. I don't really read mysteries that often. It it it, it did have the effect of like I want to find out. I want to find out. I want to find out what happened. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't necessarily a fantastic book. Like it wasn't. But it was said, you know, from the writer of, and then there were some other books that, um, you know, some books with the word girl in it, but not, not, uh, not girl on the, the girl train. On the train. Um, I like a the mystery. The girl with the train tattoo. Yeah. I feel like when I'm reading a mystery book, the more mysterious it is, uh, the more I check out. I like. Because you're frustrated? No. This is why. Okay. I, I like a detective. Okay. Love that. All right. That that was not part of this, really. Love love a detective learning about things. Sure. Uh, but I forget the names. I forget which character is which anytime I read a novel. And so any, any plot-heavy novel okay. with a lot of characters yeah. where I'm supposed to be figuring it out as it goes along, like right. if figuring it out is part of it, I'm fucking lost. Oh, you're like, oh, so-and-so did it. I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, which guy is John? I, oh. I always get mad at a mystery when the, you get the solution and then it turns out I couldn't have figured it out. I never, yes. I never I, do, yes. but I want to – I want to – I don't have the intelligence to do it, but – no. But a person smarter than me should be able to do it, is what you're saying. Yeah. Given think... the appropriate clues. But, no, I agree with you when I watch movies and I think, well, that was just – they just blew that out at the last minute without any pretext yeah. for twin that. you didn't know about. Exactly right. There's no way you can know that. Exactly sure. I like yeah. I like an atmospheric mystery where figuring it out is consequential, but isn't essential to the like. I uh-huh. I love a Walter Mosley book, uh-huh. a Easy Rollins mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love those because at the end of the day, there's a mystery there. Well, mostly it's just a guy wandering around through a specific place. Right. And right. talk about the place and what's going on. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. I think ultimately, I haven't read any of the number one ladies detective agency novels, but <laughs> I think that's where I'm headed. Because I love the shit out of that television show. Is that a show? There was a show with uh, star Jill Scott. It was great, too. Oh, it was so didn't good. did she run for president? Who's Jill Scott? Jill Scott is an R&B singer. She didn't run for president. Uh, you might be thinking of Jill Stein. I was jokingly thinking of Thank Jill you. Stein. But, uh, um, are you, it's possible that you're thinking of Jeff Van Gundy. Is it? <laughs> That's what I was there thinking okay. of. See? Jeff Van Gundy. Yes. We figured it out. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, R&B singer Jill Scott uh, who once, t- once took us she all took an on a long tour? walk. Uh, she's she's acted pretty extensively. She's a pretty. But is this like a actor. recent show? This was maybe five or ten years ago. This okay. was a while ago. It was an HBO BBC co-production, I believe, or an HBO Sky co-production, maybe. Uh, it was a wonderful show, but only only made one season. Because I've heard of it, but I don't know if I've heard of it as books or if I've heard of it as the show. They're they're like the, pretty much the top type. They were five or ten years ago the top type of book. That an NPR listener would read oh, okay. at their summer cottage. Oh, barf. Okay, so <laughs> sorry. I no, just fine. Barfed I, at your whole I life. I work for NPR, but yeah, <laughs> I know. But I mean, um, 
So anyway, I got to go to the Cape. I'll see you guys. (laughs) Right. So those lobster traps won't pull themselves up. Oh my God! I did that in New Hampshire. No, not in New Hampshire. I lied. In uh, don't lie. And they weren't lobster. Our listeners will dox you. I'm lying about all of this. (laughs) Um, It was Delaware. It was and it was crabs. Okay. And it was the whitest thing I've ever done. Thanks for coming clean. And it was fantastic. What kind of did you get? Any crabs in there? Yeah, I mean, we just pulled them up. We were staying with people who do this. Like, this is their lifestyle. They crab live. folk. Oh, crab folk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, my husband and I always say, like, oh, beach folk, huh, honey? Yeah. Like, that. they're like, yeah, live on the water folk. Yeah. Yeah, beach people. Um, Jimmy says, what's this about four crabs? <laughs> yeah. So my son and I went to the bookstore, and he wanted to buy a mystery, and the lady pointed us to the mystery section, and then we found ourselves on the wrong side. And she said, oh, no, 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 no. Those are the cozy mysteries. Ah, yes. Mm. Which I had never heard of. So is that like for people who watch Murder, She Wrote? Uh, Yes. But in book Uh, form. uh, Yeah. Cozy mysteries. That's like the mysteries that descend from um, uh, not Rumpole of the Bailey, (laughs) but Agatha Christie novels, you know? Okay. That's like, I look, don't drag me. Can I just say, Linda Holmes, don't drag me? (laughs) Can I... You, when you said cozy mysteries, yeah. I immediately thought of something that I unusual that I saw last week at okay. the uh, Burbank Public Library, Buena Vista Branch. Uh, these are. I don't even know what those words mean. How can there be a <laughs> Burbank Public Library? Oh, Buena Vista, the street. Buena Vista Branch. Yeah, there's like okay. three Burbank Public Libraries. Okay. This is the Buena Vista Branch, in my opinion. The nicest of the three. Okay. I just thought Danielle was dragging Burbank as a city <laughs> oh. that could never have its own public no, library. No, no, right, no. yeah. I'm, I grew up in North Hollywood, Burbank adjacent, so oh, okay. you know, we only aspire to be like Burbank. <laughs> I mean. Okay, so this, so the, these are, okay. If so Burbank is in... a city of anything, Jordan, mm-hmm. it's public libraries. If it's a city of two things, public libraries and aquatic centers. If it's a city of three sure. things, public libraries, aquatic centers, and model trains. There you wait, go. Wait, wait. If it's the... four things, yes. it's yeah. public libraries, model trains, what was the second thing? Aquatic centers. Aquatic centers and uh, thrift shops. Yeah, uh, yeah. sure. For a bank. If a you want, yeah. if you need a, a dress with cherries on it, Oh, oh, yeah. Burbank is That's your place. where you're going. The shop will only be open till five, but <laughs> yeah, have they got a fuckload of cherry dresses. It's got weird hours. Yeah. It needs a few light bulbs changed, right. and they're mad when you come in. Yes. But and they dust with coronavirus. So here, I, gosh, this, I, I want to talk about how crazy this is, but I, I, I want to describe it. It's okay. visually crazy. This is something so you this saw is a paperback, at the Buena Vista. This is a paperback book. Okay. And it's uh, it's kind of a cartoon woman, very pastel. This is a paperback. The woman is like painting a house. You can see kind of out the window there's a gazebo. And the um you know, the font on this thing is it's kind of a fun cursive, kind of like a fun storybook cursive. And so she's painting this cabinet and her cat. Oh boy, her cat. Oh her boy. Cat's what on, is he up to? Her cat's on the counter. He's dipping his paws in the paint bucket. Oh, boy. And you can see little kitty paw prints in paint all over this. This fucking cat's tracking paint all over the house? Paint all over the house. And, you know, it's a fun cartoon pastels. Imagine this font, storybook (laughs) font. Here's the title of the book. Oh, here we go. Fixing to Die. (laughs) (laughs) Is it D-Y-E, though? No, Fixing to (laughs) D-I-E. Is it F-I-X-I-N-G or F-I-X-I-N apostrophe? X-I-N-G to die. Let me pass this around. Is two the number two? I'm going to find every... 
Holy iteration. crap. <laughs> Wait, I got to see this. Okay, so this looks like, first of all, this woman is- What's uh, going on over there at the Buena Vista branch? <laughs> this... <laughs> you think this book is directly to, directly <laughs> for Burbank Buena Vista libraries only? I, it might be. Direct to library. It could be. It's just, yeah. Okay. First of all, you undersold this woman who is a hot babe in Capri's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can she's I see a, the she's picture? A very cartoonish. She's a cartoon hot babe. Not yet, Danielle. God damn it! I want to see the ladies. We each let, let her turn. See, let her see the babe. She'll get to see the babe. I like capris. She's wearing the fun summer pant. She's wearing capris and like keds. Mm-hmm. She's like she's a kicky. fun retro babe. Yeah, she's she's like a, she's got a she's got a she's cute like a Mary Tyler. Moore. She's got a cute little Mary Tyler Moore hairstyle. Uh, with a little with a little white band in her head, a pink polka dot top. Okay. She is fun and flirty, and frankly, should be wearing painting clothes. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, she's going to ruin these capris. Ruin but she's got capris for every day of the week. Do you, okay. how many how many uh, how many little frilly pink polka dot tops do you think she has? Because that's where the paint's going to end well, up. Well, I think she might have different color polka dot tops. I don't know because I'm not allowed to look at the picture. Let her she look has, at the babe, Jesse. She has a fun, kitschy. Uh, mid-century style, uh, but not modern, like a, a kitschy atomic style kitchen. And I'm going to be honest with you, Jordan. There's a whole – the cat – there's a can of paint, mm-hmm. like a full paint can, a right. big paint can. The cat has gone up to it and put his paw or her paw mm-hmm. in t- – can you tell – you're a cat person. Can you tell – Look at its genitals. <laughs> I do not think that the cover artist drew genitals on this cat. Okay. Well, we will say that. Oh, here. that's what the fixing is. The cat. Yeah. So, but They're going to get the cat is, fixed. I, mean, I imagine the cat had accidentally walked through a tray of paint or something. This is no, a he's fuck a ra- you. He's a rascal. This is a he's fuck a you from the cat sure, to yeah. the babe. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a banging babe, right? First and foremost. She's very cartoonish. That's what I like. I like what I like. Sure. I don't don't mean to shame you. Okay. Yeah, so it looks like a kid's book. Okay. Except for the title. I mean, it really looks like a kid's book. So, I think I have more information for you. Okay. I I have another photo that I would like to show. Oh, thank you. Can I have my uh, phone bail? Well, wait. What does this mean? Oh, okay. Danielle, he needs to look at... Christ. (laughs) Okay, so what a next, cruel next irony. to this book yes. is another book. Same babe. Uh, also by Elaine Viette? This is also by Elaine Viette. Okay. And the same babe. She is has, this chick a murderer? She has a like a sweater now, and it's kind of off the shoulder. You see a little strap. I don't know if it's a bra strap or a tank top or whatever. And she's in a yard. There's like a play, a play structure, okay. the, what looks like a black lab in there, black Labrador. Mm-hmm. There's like a Pekingese-type dog kind of jumping up to her. Where's the cat? The uh, cat's not on the cover. Well, the cat died in the yeah, last book. Yeah, maybe. Oh, from Fixing eating, it to die. Well, it's from Bo- eating You spoiled paint. two books. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got a bag with a little chihuahua in it. Right. Title of this book, same story book font. <laughs> a Dog Gone Murder. <laughs> Are these cozy mysteries? That's When you said cozy mystery, I'm like, oh, that's maybe what those weird Burbank books yeah, were. Yeah, they didn't look like that. They looked more like... Um, yeah, I mean, all I could think was Jessica Fletcher, like that there are people who like watching 70s, uh, yeah. you know, 
mysteries and stuff. Right, that aren't too scary. That aren't scary. Might like cozy mysteries. I think... Do you think this is related to the people who get comfort from watching, like, Law & Order SVU? Oh, I'm one of those people. The people who get comfort from... True crime narratives. Yeah, Danielle, yeah, can you explain? Uh, yeah. I am not right, that. What? I've enjoyed an episode of Law. Right. Order. I right. like ice. Well, you don't have acting. a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. No. Can you explain that? Why women thing? like SVU? Yeah. Or I mean, I, I think I've talked to to other non women people who do that. But I, I, I our I'm, friend Brandon Bird has dedicated a great portion of his artistic life to a Law and Order. Yeah, but In what way? Uh, drawing them into coloring books. Oh, okay. Check out the artistic output of Brandon Bird when you get okay. a chance. It's I will. A real I will absolutely. Yeah, will. A lot of fun. Um, I think it's well, like any Law and Order, it's just that it's so predictable and it's sure. the pace is so reassuring and it is sort of like ASMR because it's like every, every time I say that, I have to make sure it's ASMR, not mm-hmm. AMSR. So that's what I was doing mm-hmm. right there with that pause. That makes sense. Um, it's like this beat and then act one is this and then not that you think of it in terms of acts and stuff but you just you know the rhythm so it's very comforting mm-hmm. and i don't know i think it's just um i think it's just christopher maloney and uh mariska hargitay are just uh fantastic They're and Maloney. who Treasure, can yeah. turn Maloney. their eyes away from a charming richard belzer not me paired with iced tea yeah. are you kidding me charisma sure. off yeah. the wall i think i've talked i think i've talked about this on jordan jesse go before but like maybe maybe four or five years ago iced tea was on uh, bullseye uh, because he made an actually very good documentary called The Art of Run. It was about like the the hows of rapping, like uh, okay. uh, like the, the technical and artistic elements of, of rapping where he interviewed famous rappers. It was also about 20% helicopter shots of cities he was visiting, okay. I would say. <laughs> You rent the helicopter, you're going to use it. Yeah. Don't, I think they really – they paid for the helicopter shots and they really – That's where the budget goes. I mean what is an interview? You know, it's a locked off shot. The rest Maybe of it's you have just something yeah. from the side. But. Ice-T and Rakim hanging out in a bodega or whatever. Sure. So uh, Ice-T came in here with Little Ice. That's his son. And uh, – Is that just what they call him or his name – is his, na- his birth name is Ice? Little Ice or Little Ice? Well, I don't think Ice-T's birth name is Well, I understand that, but he has the power to name his children. That's true, legally speaking. Yes. He'd have to get Coco's sign-off on that. I don't think she'd have a problem with it. I think she'd be cool. I think she'd be pretty I think they're on the same page on most things. (laughs) I think they have a great great marriage. Yeah. I do. Uh, Ice-T, I I believe it's his nickname, but his name's Little Ice. He was about 18 at the time, so he's probably in his 20s He's medium ice yeah, he's, he's definitely medium sized, but but Ice T came in and you know one or two like a publicist and whatever. I truly think he is one of the top five most charismatic people who have ever come in here to do. I like I have as you a person, met other people <laughs> as a person whose job it is to interview two celebrities a week. Yes, for or celebrities and artists a week. Like I would say. I mean, I would say that probably RuPaul was more charismatic. Okay. But like, well, besides who, that, it's a really it's a short list. Charismatic, and he's little and he's pudgy. Like I'm he not, is? yeah, absolutely. I mean, the man, I mean, he's not pudgy for a 57 year old or however yeah. old he is, but like, he is moderately pudgy. And he's little. Yeah, he's little. He's like he's not tiny, but uh, you know, he's maybe five eight or something. Okay. Uh, and yeah, and he has so much personality in that little body. It is. Ex- fucking extraordinary 
and he delivers like did he's, he did he tap dance? I'm trying to figure out what he did that is in that is something we don't see because he's so the he just, opposite of what you're describing. What can I say? He turned my ass out. I'm working the streets all for right. him now. Okay. Like, he just locked eyes with me. That's so all that was if, necessary. If you were in a room with Ice T and Ronan Farrow, mm, yeah, what, would your mind explode? What would you do? <laughs> I would try and I would go with Ice T. And try and conspire against Ronan Farrow. You are a okay because I feel like I'm not against Ronan Farrow. I yeah. want to make it clear he's doing yes. really important work. Right. It's just that I find his eyes discomforting because they're so piercing. Right. Uh, and so I feel like Ice T. The second you meet him, all you want is for him to like you. Yes. Uh, whereas I am only intimidated by Ronan Farrow's like clarity and piercing gaze. Okay. And maybe Ice T could write a rap in which he rhymed Ronan with Bonin or something. Oh, he absolutely yeah, could well, do that. That would be sure. right. I, mean, I think he, if we if we asked him to do that, he could do that. I mean, I mean, he wrote the raps for Mr. T on Mr. T's rap album. <laughs> Is that right? That's true. That's real. So he can do Didn't it. Make wow. That up. Yeah. Wow. How many raps were there on the album? Uh, quite a quite a few. I mean, enough if anybody, to fill an album. If anybody has not heard the song "Treat Your Mother Right," I can't recommend it enough. Oh, treat her right, treat your mother right. Did he? Can he rap? Mr. T? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> no, Just no, terrible. No, no, no. no. He Very can bad. scream. He can do that, Mr. T thing. Great. Yeah. So it comes out okay, but he's yeah. bad at rapping. Right. But I see. Do the chains in, get in the way? I see. Is like legitimately like you know when you meet. You I mean you you've worked in you've worked in show business much of your life, and uh, yes. you know your folks are in show business. Yeah, uh, like I think that when I've definitely found that when you meet someone who is known for being weird looking on camera, uh, not like like gross looking, but like <laughs> weird looking. You know what I mean? Not like the elephant what's, man what's or something. What's your example? But... Is Ice to your example? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. My, my, I, this is a parallel situation. Okay. My example is Paul Dano. Uh, Paul okay, Dano, yeah. who's at best like an alternative leading man, right? He's like thin, very yeah, thin. He's, uh, and uh, like he's like gawky on screen. Looking, That's like part yeah. of his thing. Paul Dano came in here one time. Uh-huh. All I could think is, Jesus Christ, this man is handsome. Sure. Like, so handsome. Isn't that strange? Steve Buscemi is another one. Like, just very handsome man. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Z- and Zachary Levi plays nerds. I know. That's, that's so, the best looking right. man anyone has ever seen. That's the you know ru- who else used to play nerds? Hmm. Bradley Cooper. What? Yeah. On Alias. Oh, that sure, just sure. never will stop blowing my mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, he was still good looking, but he was well, once like, he takes off those glasses he couldn't and get lets the that girl. I know, let the, you know, took out the pen and then it all fell out. Right. Yeah. This ties a clip on. I know, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, so, uh, but that wasn't the situation with Ice T. Like, Ice okay. T is a good looking guy. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but like, it wasn't that he was so good looking. It was just charisma. It was specifically okay. his like presence. Fascinating. Yeah. But nice did team. you think that about him before you met him? Or no. You, you were surprised by how much you were awed I, by him. I did not. I was very surprised. Like okay. outside of the fact that I was impressed by his movie being interesting and informative and pretty good, uh, which, yeah. you know, like when a 
a guy from Law and Order directs a documentary, sure. you don't know that it's going to be right, good. Right, 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 right. And like Ice T is an important rapper in the history of rap in some ways, but he was never a great rapper. Okay, um, even in his time, I think not not regarded as a great. Rapper. Okay, I saw Body Count live once, and it ruled. <laughs> yeah, I anyway, it it's great. <laughs> it's the most fun I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Sorry, more f- more fun than discovering. Uh... Viet's line of work in the Burbank Library. The cause... second most fun I've ever had in my life. I'm amending right. my uh, yeah. my statement. Thank you, Danielle. All Thank right. you, Danielle. I'm just saying that was quite a find. Do you think Danielle's going to dox you next? I mean, don't dox me. Really... Don't dox me. Don't tase me. Uh, Danielle. <laughs> Is Taze, I have to ask. Yeah. I'm old. Is Taze something other than the physical act of tasing? Is this a version of doxing? You know what I would think I was alluding to when I said that? And I don't say things on this show for any reason. Sure. You just right. say things. Yeah. I mean, sure. And to then... be clear, Danielle, this show doesn't exist <laughs> for any reason. Uh, I think what I was, what I had in my brain was there was a meme for a while, and I don't know exactly where it started, but I think the meme is "Don't tase me, bro." Yeah, it was a guy yeah. who got tased b- I do af- before that. saying. Uh, immediately after saying, don't taste me, bro. Don't taste me, bro. I yeah, there was that. video of it. Okay. Okay. So I think that's what I was like. Okay. So I, it's not some uh, no. slang that No, I don't think of. it's some okay. sort of teen TikTok okay. sex act no. that okay. teens are doing on TikTok. Right. It's a way of laughing at someone's real life suffering. Sure. Got Someone it. who's taste. <laughs> yes. Someone who's been physically taste. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you were going to ask something. I was going to ask. Yes. So, you, so you, you're a Law & Order fan. Yes. Um, are there any of the newer procedurals that have that soothing quality to you or is it I've all never watched or- them. I've never watched them. You all, so Only Law & Order? You won't do a CI, CSI. No. No interest. Not a NCIS. And you put any initials together, I'm, I'm not going to say no. <laughs> okay. I'm not into it. Wow. But I don't. I don't. Uh, I haven't watched Law and Order in a long time. Oh, okay. But I was just writing. Well, last month I was writing on the Writers Guild Awards, mm-hmm. and we did a Law and Order bit, and we had to keep watching scenes from it to to find stuff. And I was like jonesing. I was like, Oh my god, I gotta, yeah. I gotta watch Law and Order. Sure. Like I just gotta. I gotta do it. I just haven't done it in so long. That chunk chunk sound is neural programming. That sort of was mm. the bit of the the point of the bit, but um. Yeah, we talked about the great writing of the show, and then we just showed Chunk Chunk. Then we just kept the showing the like, or we showed like the very tail end of a scene, like like six seconds of a scene, and then the Chunk Chunk. <laughs> so honor the writing of the show. But um, something if you if you actually have a shooting script of Law and Order, and I do because I'm you know a big memorabilia guy. Yeah. So I want the shooting script. Yeah. And you know with photos in it of the uh, costume continuity. Right. I'm right. Just, Polaroids. That's the kind of guy I am. Yeah, You're sure. a memorabilia. I'm a guy. memorabilia guy. Wait, yeah. Are you a memorabilia? guy? Guy. I am. Oh, I guess I'm three things: a hype beast, yeah. a lifelong gamer, <laughs> yeah. and a memorabilia guy. Sure, the three hats that I wear. Nice Yeezys, by the way. Thank you. Fits for a hype beast, uh-huh. which is me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you if you see the original shooting script, you have to write the chunk chunk in, right? So it's stage directions. Chunk yeah. chunk. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That wasn't worth saying anyway. (laughs) Danielle, are there any other procedural television programs that you've enjoyed watching in your time? Okay. Would you – so my husband's been watching Columbo. Is that a procedural Mm, crime drama? I think that is. And there was a period where your husband, uh, James Pardo, uh, was – I was obsessed with Kojak, I believe Yeah, and that I never really watched. I watched a couple of scenes like walking by the TV and I was a little bit perplexed. But um, I'm sure it would be fun to watch. But I have watched a couple of – Oh, wait a second. Okay, crime procedural. Well, I guess it depends on like I loved Moonlighting and I loved Heart to Heart and I loved – 
I don't know. Are those crime procedural dramas? Not really. No, I don't think. No, they those are. are characters. Will they? Won't they? That's yeah. really what I'm interested in. That's a romance. Yeah, but it's a romance. Crimes of the heart. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's one category that's of crimes. Some might say. Yeah, heart of Dixie. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I Dixie think... Cups, a great way to store liquid. See, mm-hmm. Dixie Just say Carter. Things. Dixie Carter. Oh, right? thank you. Good in everything. Welcome. Good in thank everything. you, Welcome. Jimmy Carter. <laughs> oh, peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> sure. You Allergy. the jelly. <laughs> now we got a show. Yes. <laughs> I think we found our calling. <laughs> say, say stuff. You know what goes with great with peanut butter and jelly? <laughs> what? You know what you want to wash it down with? Hmm. Some iced tea. Oh. Oh, here we go. Coming back It's around. a herald. <laughs> okay, now I just realized what it was. There was a time where there weren't 500 tra- channels, mm-hmm. and I didn't even have cable. Law & Order was always on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's extremely comforting because it was always on, and it was always like, okay, there's nothing on, but at least there's Law & Order, and I know I like that. So that's probably why I don't watch it anymore, because there's so many choices of other things to watch. I think I feel that way only – the only show that I can think of that I really feel that way about is Cheers. Okay, it's so funny you say that. Just started watching it again with my son. Mm-hmm. He's watching it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it's my favorite show of all time. And uh, completely holds up. Mm-hmm. It's it, I, I can't believe how much I remember. Every yeah. joke, I'm like, I remember that joke. I know what's coming. I know that I – Brilliant. Yeah, the total absence of people of color is impressive in retrospect. Well, it took place in Boston. But to be (laughs) fair, to be fair, I think like when I've watched other shows that I love, like I really love Seinfeld. And I've I've mentioned on this show that when I rewatched Seinfeld the last time, I was impressed at the number of broad ethnic caricatures that I had forgotten about. Oh, it's a little bananas. Yeah, you're like – I mean, it's still fucking great. Still totally rules. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Cheers. Wow. It has an almost total absence of people of color. That's true. It also has a total absence of broad ethnic caricatures, which is very nice. I was going to say, they they kept it simple. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We just won't have anyone of any color on, and then we don't have to worry about uh, being offensive. Yeah, they're like, don't worry. We'll just bring in Harry Anderson instead. Yes, and he'll get a TV show from it. Uh, does your son your, – I mean, obviously, you, it's something you've been doing, but he – your son is 12 now? Yes. Does he like Cheers? Does he respond to it? Is it funny? He's he's enjoying it, unless he's just humoring me, which is possible. But, um, I mean, it's not the same kind of comedy as, like, he loves The Office and he loves oh, interesting. Friends, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's an interesting thing that I've heard about and can't figure out in my head is, like, why a modern – 13-year-old is With, into like, friends, but they are, Be- I guess. You know what I think? It's just because it's funny. Yeah. It's good writing. Sure. And, maybe and it's got a structure. they're likable characters. And you know on every show you find someone you identify with and he thinks he's funny, so he likes Ch- Chandler. And uh, he thinks sure. he's – you know, I mean for a while he was asking for sweater vests right and left. And um, <laughs> wants to live that Chandler and lifestyle. We, we gave him to him and uh, he had big floppy hair at one point. So wow. he uh, – yeah, you know. And then you he had know, that monkey for a while, and his Ross. <laughs> he face. had Marcel. Yes, he used to bring on his shoulders, and yeah, uh, yeah, he married a lesbian. I'm a total Phoebe. <laughs> I'm the guy who worked at the coffee shop who used to be Alf's dad. <laughs> I think no. Did he use no? Was the guy who worked Gunter? at the coffee shop? Did he used to be Willie no. Tanner? That guy was like put in jail for child molestation or something. Oh, no. <laughs> he, I'm not that guy. Oh, audience, Wait, please dox had, Jordan. Don't dox me. <laughs> no, he had like um, child porn. So he was involved in with uh, – what's his face? Um, but he wasn't the dad from Al. No. Okay. 
Wait, are you really young? Is that why you don't know this? No, I I didn't watch a lot of Friends. I, oh, I only okay. I kind of like picked it up, you know, just in the way that people think, pick things up, and I didn't like, gotcha, gotcha, binge gotcha, it when gotcha, it came okay. to I think that was like that guy's life. I mean, I think that was his biggest part was playing Gunter gotcha. on on Friends. I wonder why I thought <laughs> that it was the dad. I mean, from he Alf. would have been like decades older than. Can that I character. ask yeah. a quick question? Because you yeah. you've watched a fair amount of Friends. I yeah. I only have sort. I haven't seen it since it was on okay. TV. Really, Alf was on there, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was one of the friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, there were seven friends originally. <laughs> right. But Alf, uh, he didn't really like Joey. Was the cute one. So what's yeah, the point sure. of having Alf on? Right. Well, that makes yeah. sense. But I I love uh, Chandler was the one that ate cats. <laughs> Exactly, and that a... extends my uh, exhausts my knowledge of Alf. Yeah, I was going to do a cat eating thing, so we can move on. <laughs> okay, cool. I know nothing more about Alf. I never watched it. Um, what uh, the thing about the nice thing about Cheers is even in season eleven, sure, or twelve. Like there's some things about Cheers people love to talk about. People love to talk about Diane and. And Ted Dance and how in love they were and will they, won't they. That's great. Yeah. But give me just an episode with the Gary's Old Town Tavern. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It could be a season 75 episode. Right. Where they're uh, competing in some dumb yeah. contest. Give me an entire yeah. episode that's just about Carla. I'm fine with it. Really? The, the depth... <laughs> The depth I'm willing to go to on Cheers and like the like the the great part for me about Cheers is like I'm willing to watch any character on Cheers yeah. have the A story. No problem. 100% because glad to. Because they were so well written and they were so individual and there were like characters you hadn't seen before. I'm you know, I'm just starting at the beginning so it's still coach. Oh, I love And coach. he's so Good, Coach is like so he's amazing. such an amazing actor. It's crazy. Yeah, and like I these mean, little moments. Watching it, uh, watching it relatively recently, which I have. It's kind of like my wife and my like uh, default double backup show. Like, yeah, if yeah. there's no new shows we want to watch, but when we don't want to watch anything that's going to upset us, sure, uh, we can always just watch yeah. the Cheers because there's an infinite number of them. Yes. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed is that while I think. It's fair to, like, if we are using our sociological glasses to look at Cheers from 30 years ago, I think it's fair to be critical of kind of the premise of Kirstie Alley's character, which is that she's, like, uh, desperate for love because she's a career woman. It's kind of – that is a well-worn trope of 80s comedy. It didn't start out that way, though. They changed the character as it went on. It gets more and more More like and more. <laughs> Sweet yeah. baby. Gets... But she's so funny in that – with that and, stuff. Well, here's the thing. Kirstie Alley is so fucking funny. So good. Like, Kirstie Alley is so great that, like, anyone talking about how great Diane is, and look, Diane is also great. Yeah. But, like, Kirstie Alley is, at le- and the, the fact that they replaced Coach, who was my favorite right. Cheers character, with Woody Harrelson. Who's and also the, great. Yeah, yeah, they replaced Diane with Kirstie Alley. Yeah. Both of them are extr- like every bit as great as the other people. I it agree. It is incredible. To and me. it's crazy because, like, at the time, while I'm watching it, it's my favorite show, right? Yeah. Diane, they're getting rid of Diane. What? Yeah. You know, and then it's like, oh, this woman's fantastic in a completely different way. She's genius. And then you and read. totally sane. And then you read that in every episode, uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, what's Fraser called? 
Oh, uh, Fraser. Yeah, I, I was also forgot Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. In every episode, Kelsey Grammer was so drunk and high that no one could believe he could remember yeah. his lines. Oh, he and was you're on... like, but he's perfect in every yeah, episode. He's amazing. How is that possible? And not just high, but like high on coke. Yeah. yeah. And like driving his car into supermarkets every other weekend. Like he was out of his mind. Like people would do, like I read the big oral history of Cheers and like the, my number one takeaway of the big oral history of Cheers is that a was, book? No, it was. I don't think it was a book. I think it was like a very long Grantland article or something okay. like that. I have to find. That. But uh, it was like the the number one thing I learned from reading that uh, history of Cheers was just every person around Kelsey Grammer was in awe of Kelsey Grammer specifically oh. for the reason that he was so extraordinarily good despite being incoherently incapacitated. I don't understand how he did it. I, neither does anyone else. None of the people. They all are just like, I don't know how he did it. He was always perfect as soon as the camera pointed at him. And then as soon as the camera pointed away from him, he was like in danger of dying. So weird. Here's a third hand story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I when I was in high school, the biggest celebrity at my high school was Travis, whose half brother was the drummer of the Vandals. Sure. Orange County hardcore legend, the Vandals. Okay. Yeah. And there is a Vandals song on their like second album, like in 1985 or 1986 or something. Like that, I think it's peace, uh, peace through vandalism, peace through vandalism, and it the song starts with an answering machine message where Kelsey Grammer is saying something, and and then this song starts like a sixty second song that would be on that album, and it's it you know he's not credited on it anywhere, but the reason Kelsey Grammer did that little answering uh-huh. machine message was as a favor to the Vandals manager who he. Bought Coke from and couldn't Jesus pay. Jesus Christ. That's hysterical. <laughs> what is the message? Oh, gosh. I wish I knew it off the top of my head. That's something I could look it up. It's something like – it's something kind of Fraser parody-y. It's something oh like – I'm. It's not I'm listening because that was part of the spinoff. It was something right. like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. That's, that's brilliant. Beautiful. Yeah. It's wow. a lot of fun. Fun little Easter egg. I wish Kelsey if anybody's Grammer. got that. If anybody's got that album, go, wish, back, and, go back and listen to it. I wish Kelsey Grammer owed me money for Coke. Yeah. You could get him to yeah. leave, a, leave a message on uh, your answering machine. Do you think we could get him to relapse? I hope so. I think he's been sober he's for a while. He's insane now. But... Is he? Oh, he's a right-wing nut job. Oh, no. Oh, that's yes. a shame. Oh, yes. Uh, you hate to hear about that. Yeah. Um. Hopefully... It's how okay when you say right wing nut job, where does he fall between, uh, between Chachi and right. Kevin Sorbo? Well, he must not. <laughs> is Kevin Sorbo also? Uh, I think so. Is yeah, that, that Hercules guy. I think something? yes, yes, Hercules, the legendary journey. <laughs> oh my between god, between Chachi and Hercules. Okay, I don't know because honestly, in this Trump era, I've not heard Kelsey Grammer speak up or anything. I just know from the past that mm-hmm. he's really like a gun nut and 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 other. Sort of offensive sure. things, so I I can't really uh, okay. speak to it. I just remember being very surprised about it. Yeah, well, I think it was during his housewife time. You know, his his then oh, wife was right, a housewife right, right, of Beverly right, Hills. Right, sure, it was in his contract. Like he had to appear on the show. It was part of the divorce settlement <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, good times. <laughs> okay, let's take a break. We'll come back in just a second with more. Okay. Of Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Danielle Koenig, maker of fondant cakes as of 
yesterday. Congratulations on Thank that. you. Way to go. Thank to you. Go. you. Danielle made a very Jordan Jesse Go appropriate Invader Zim themed. Yes. Uh, Gur cake. Gur cake. Yeah. Which you wrote For on. For the hell of. I, uh, I did. I was delighted to learn. Yes. But not to, it, it wasn't my idea to do Gur. My, it was my son's idea. That's the cake. Yeah. You wanted to do Invader Zim. Exactly. So, I yeah. make him do. You wanted to do dip. I make any project he does related to something I've had a professional hand in. <laughs> So uh, I, I've worked for the Playboy Channel. He had to do some very inappropriate sculpting. <laughs> sure. Um, but, you know, you got to support mom. you got to support mom. Yeah. Even if it means making a shaved bush cobbler. Exactly. <laughs> How did you know that's what it was? Well, I used to work for the Penthouse Channel. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yours was a, a gaping puss cobbler, huh? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, wow. It's more explicit. It was a more explicit like of the two. split down the middle. Magazines. Yeah. Right. A banana split down the middle? Okay, we'll Maybe figure something like that. Let's workshop this and talk about it in a couple episodes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when something momentous happens to you, like you get a fondant cake just fucking right on your first try, like, yeah, that's right, like our friend Danielle Koenig that's did. That's right. It's Gur in the dog suit we should mention, not It is Gur in the dog the suit. It's Exactly. Thank you, Jordan. No problem. I just wanted people be able people to be able to picture, picture the cake. it. Yeah, and yeah. he's lying down because I was not make a cake standing. No, up. you're For not gonna sake. make it. It's your first fondant. Thank cake. you. Your first fondant. I should say the fondant made me uh, gag, visibly oh gag. Really? Couldn't stand the smell of the fondant. Huh. Um. Yeah. I <laughs> did you, have, <laughs> you have you eaten it? Or are you nope. too? Okay. Nope. nope. And it's vegan. I'm not a vegan, but I don't eat you know, like marshmallows and stuff like that. That has you know. Sure. So. The the fawn that we got was vegan, the green part, and uh, nope, haven't because the smell made me. It was like Play-Doh smell, but extreme. And uh, I don't know. I just <laughs> my son fondant had... is gross. It is right. No one wants it. Fa- no one wants f- fondant is the for television cakes. Yes, television cakes. Uh, at the end of the day, just let's just get some regular buttercream frost- frosting well, in here. It had that in it. Yeah. It was inside. Inside and on the outside because you have to have something to the fondant to stick on. Oh. I say fondant. See, I say fondant too. Cool. And I always thought that was right. But now I've watched enough cooking shows, both British and American, to know that everyone says fondant. I see. I say keep saying fondant. I'm going to. Say right. the fondant commandant. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Fondant commandant. That's fun to say. I like it is that. fun. Yeah. That's why I said it. You know my aunt, right? <laughs> aunt fondant. Yeah, your fondant aunt. Yeah. She's oh, very gallant. I, I can't even. <laughs> I can't even with this. Yeah, Mont. Oh, Mont like Mont Montana. <laughs> That's okay. I just put him on. No, it's fine. <laughs> I just put him on. I like to make a Bont cake as a well. Bont. Oh, a nice Bont. <laughs> yeah, so it has that hole in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. When something momentous <laughs> happens to you, two zero six nine eight four four fun. Is the number to call, 206-984-4FUN. Or, Jordan, you know what's a fun thing to do? Whip out your smartphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, open that voice memo app. Press record. Talk right into there. And then press the little arrow button for send it. Send it to JJGo at MaximumFun.org. Is that easy? There you go. It's as easy as pie. It sounds pretty easy. We're going to be happy you did it. Not like that time I did that for Stop Podcasting Yourself and Dave, Dave acted mad at me. Yeah. It's easy as pie. He was mad. Shaved bush pie. He was mad because my call sounded so nice. Mm. Anyway, press, press play, Brian. Jordan, Jesse, Sunny D, and guest. I'm going to say Joe Rogan. Pause this. I just Pause. had a. Uh... Yes, 
Danielle Koenig is the Joe Rogan of... Oh, that's who he was guessing was the guest. I didn't yeah. understand. I thought it was a reference to something else. People, no. Yeah, that's a, become a little a little game that some people have yet to win on this show. Oh, well, people no call one would in. guess me. No one knows who I am. That, well, so that's not fair. I think after this uh, spectacular appearance, sure. you'll become a beloved Household returning guest. Name. And yes. people will guess you from now on. Would you say I have the charisma of an iced tea? Oh, absolutely. You have okay. the charisma of an ice cube. You have the oh, charisma. Oh, now that's charisma. Yeah. Is it Friday already? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Ice-T pops up in a comedy, you know you're going to laugh at his scenes. Hell yes. Very good. Very funny, man. Wait, Ice Cube, did you mean to say? I did. Did I say Ice-T? You did say Ice-T, but you know, Ice I thought... Cube is, uh, is the one you hope to see yes. in a comedy. No, Ice-T, you hope to see... In a drama. <laughs> ...tweeting angrily to someone about Gears of War. Yeah. That's what you want Ice-T to do. Very strong video is game, that game Is he a, is he a game Host guy? of the Final Level podcast. Video he, game podcast. Yeah, I think he he is. He's like wrangled himself into being voices in video games. Yeah, See, I can only hear him as John Mulaney's impression of him now. So I can't, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. you telling me people put their fingers on the <laughs> controller and play games? Yeah, that's him. That's all I can. That's that's yeah. just what I hear now. It was good. Yeah, it was really, really Thank good. Thank you. You, you felt like enter, I was in the room with you them, should, right? You should enter the talent show. I should totally enter the talent show. But pick show. a grown-up, not a teenager. No, oh, yeah. God, for God's sake. Ice Cube, great in those 21 Jump Street movies. Yeah, can I just say, Ice Cube is fucking great at being Ice Cube. Yeah. He's the best. Fucking we all tremendous agree. at it. That's why he's been it for so long. Fist Fight. See the movie Fist Fight. A lot of laughs in that. Yeah. Press I don't know that movie. It's, it's good. Christina Hendricks has a butterfly knife, too. That's a good part. Well, it sounds fun. Yeah, it's a good movie. Okay. Yeah. That was so specific. Press yeah. play, Brian. Brian's got to press play, guys. Okay. Met this occasion. I was walking down the street in beautiful Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, and there was something that happened often, which is a crazy person yelling. It looked like a woman maybe in her mid-50s, just really giving somebody on the other side of the street the business, just, <laughs> you know, throwing the book at him. And... uh and then and I was just kind of walking along, minding my own business, and then she wheels around and looks me right in the eyes and says, and I don't care what you think, neither. Anyway, love the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she not only gave him the business, but also threw the book at him. Both. Both. Huh. Sounds like a real, a, uh, a real, a real legal, 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 a legal, real legal, legal. It was a classic yeah. one-two punch, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Chunk, chunk. Mm-hmm. Law and order, chunk, chunk, chunk. God, I would love to. The main reason to live in Brooklyn, you know, I don't drink coffee, so all those nice coffee yeah. places are lost, lost on, on you. Me. Yeah, you know, I shop mostly on the internet, so I don't need those boutiques, you know. But uh, I would love to, to just walk around and just once in a while hear somebody say some real Brooklyn talk. Mm-hmm. Just some really Brooklyn talk. Yeah, it's it is it is amazing the like the the New York yelling which we approximate a lot on this show. Yeah, is a delight. I'm sure I like it. I'm, I'm a sh- fan. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm you know we're you know it's like when you go to Seattle when you, when you, we're when Californians go to Seattle like oh I love the rain I love the rain they're like right. yeah fuck it we're sick of this right I'm sure at some point you're tired of uh, you know someone yelling outside yelling your window twenty four you. hours a day yeah I'm sure yeah, I can, we can visit and find it charming yeah. But. The other day I was talking to uh, John Hodgman about this. Of course, he lives in Brooklyn. And I was telling him how fun it is, like how charming it is. And um, I was like, yeah, I love yelling. And he just looked at me. He says, hey, I'm 
fucking here? Yeah. And he's, this, was a, this was a telephone conversation. <laughs> yeah. Very weird. And he yeah. improvised that line, which weirdly is the weird, funny thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, weirdly aggressive. Yeah. Just yeah. like Ice Cube on the set of 21 Jump Street. <laughs> yeah. And his famous you know, line, I'm walking here. When, when Ice Cube is on set, Let's do one as scripted. <laughs> one for Cube. Let's, let's just play. Yeah. Let's one, just have fun. Yeah, one's for Cube, yeah. you know? Yeah. Cube yeah. loves to play. Mm-hmm. Might fuck around and get a triple-double, you know what I mean? You never know. You never know. He's counting assists, by the way, mm-hmm. in that game. That only occurred to me the other day. I don't know how much basketball you've, you've played, Jordan. None. You, 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 you tally in your rebounds? I haven't. I have. I've. I don't know what you're talking about. Points, maybe. That okay. hasn't stopped me so far. Yeah, <laughs> just that's right. I just thought, say stuff. I, I thought you guys were talking about baseball. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I thought you were making a baseball no. analogy. No. God, I'd love no. it if if Ice Cube played baseball. I'd pay to see that. <laughs> uh, go ahead and press play, Brian. Hi, my name is Mirabelle, and I'm calling from Brooklyn with a momentous occasion. Hey, I'm walking. My tooth <laughs> just fell out. My first one. I'm six years old, and I'm in the tub. My dad was wiping my face, and he accidentally wiped my tooth, my weekly one, and it fell out into the tub. I feel so pumped. <laughs> wow. Well, that wasn't real. And do you only have listeners from Brooklyn? What is happening? Uh, Brooklyn. I'm Tony Montana. Yeah, Bro- yeah, some of our listeners Brooklyn and Portland. Portland. Yeah. yeah. Brooklyn and Portland? Oh, yeah, just like our, hipsters? Those are the two hubs. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Mirabelle. Yeah. That's right. Is that our first child caller? That uh, wasn't a child. You don't think it was a child? I no. think it was a child. I mean, I think the child was being coaxed by their parents. You think it was like think... a Pamela Adlon situation? Yes, <laughs> I do. I 100% <laughs> I do. Uh, could Bobby Hill call us? <laughs> we could all enjoy that. <laughs> I would. Um, that would be great. You don't think it was a child? I think it was a child. I think it was a child being coaxed by their parent. I think it was a child who loves like Jordan Jesse Go. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Jordan Jesse Go fan. Yeah, children uh-huh. don't listen to duped. the show. You remember in the early days of Jordan Jesse Go, we had children that listened to the show. Did we? There was a period where we didn't swear very much or mm, none at all. Yeah. There was a period where we didn't swear at all. Then there was a period where we didn't swear very much, and now it's all. all it's not all profanities. There's also obscenities. No. Mm-hmm. But there was a child who listened to our show that we named the official child of Jordan Jesse Go. Wow. And then this child was Swedish. And as it, this was like five or seven years later, mm-hmm. came and interned for a week at Maximum Fun. He, his parents emailed me. He was seven, 16 or 17 then. Uh-huh. And it was like, hey, in Sweden, children do a week of interning as part of high school. Okay. And we have some family in in Pasadena who worked at Caltech or something, and he could stay with them, and he's wondering if he could come work, intern for a week at Maximum Fun. Okay. And he came and stayed for a week. He was very nice, and that was long enough ago now that that, that young man is uh, probably old enough to have killed someone. <laughs> sure. To have murdered. Yeah. You know? Children can murder. Have you I was going to say, you don't think that The classic film, he... The Bad Seed? I don't think children can murder. Children with can a shoe, mur- you can. With a shoe, you what can are they murder gonna, with a tap shoe. A what are they gonna? What are they gonna murder with? Sugar, spice. We Something told you nice? with tap shoes. Sorry, we with spo- a shoe. We've been spoiling a lot on. If this If there's show. a shiny metal involved, yeah. Children, is that why? I, is that the real reason that I am always wearing taps in all my shoes? 
Get you, get you have to fight a child. <laughs> yeah. You fight a murderous child. Mirabelle was a real child. You don't think Mirabelle was a real child? I don't child? think it's a real name or a real child. <laughs> I don't think they have a bath. I don't think she... I, I, just, None of it. That was an AI-generated AI call. I, mean, I could be wrong, but it just sounded uh, phony baloney to me. You're a Mirabelle truther. Those are fighting. I am a... Yeah. I, think, I do think she's from Kenya. She's though. a crisis actor. Yeah. <laughs> crisis caller. Yes, Jesse. I think Mirabelle's real. Number one, I think Mirabelle's real. Number two, I think Mirabelle is a sign that there is beauty and light in the universe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, then she should be a professional actor because that she was extremely well-spoken for a six-year-old. I know. A real she Ronan Farrow. She's a young Ronan Farrow. You know who listens to Jordan Jesse go? Extraordinary people. In Brooklyn and... In Brooklyn and Portland, Portland only. only. Right. Well, some might be in Portland, Maine. Some might be in Portland, Maine. That's true. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Austin. Couple in Austin. Couple in Austin, probably. <laughs> yeah. Keeping it weird, right? Isn't that... Oh, fair? yeah. They're God. keeping it crazy. You go to Austin and you're like, what's going on here? You're like, oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Up is down. Black <laughs> is white. What's happening? This sure. town has slightly more bars than some other towns. <laughs> yeah, what the? What? I've never been there. Well, what is it so weird about it? Uh, you know, I know. I think in the in, in maybe in its in its heyday. Uh-huh. It, well, you know, here's what I think the thing with, with, with that slogan is, is that Austin is in the middle of, like, conservative Texas. Yeah. Right. And it's, and the it's place a where, like, a cool a oasis. Yeah, where you're, right. like, a cool person if you want to, like, go to a place that isn't just, like... Yeah, you want to go hang out with Kinky Friedman instead of hanging out with Kenny Stabler. <laughs> sure. Yes. That analogy works, I'll assume. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so I think that's what the, what that was about. But yeah, I mean, I think now when you go to Austin, it's you know, it's maybe well, I don't know. I think it's just compare weird compared to the rest of Texas. I okay. think is what they're getting all right. at. Yeah. Well, I'll visit it someday, maybe. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's nice. Okay, I heard it's weird. Yeah, it's a little oh weird. God. Are there freak flags Our flying? Fr- yeah. Our friend from college has a giant restaurant there, so you mm-hmm. should go oh, to yeah? that restaurant. What kind of restaurant? What's, what's her restaurant called? Oh, I don't Bangers. know. I don't know. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, Banger, Warren Pasternak. That's a yeah, weird it's a weird restaurant, guy. But get this. They serve sausages. They serve bangers. Yeah. That's awesome. Sausages are really good. They're great. Absolutely. Really eat, tasty. Yeah. Really yeah. tasty yeah. sausages. Probably, oh, yeah. they got veg They got vegetarian ones. Barf. Sorry. <laughs> I recently, oh, wow. I recently, Very uh, sassy. Yeah. Hey. Very sassy. I'm they so have veggie opti- options okay. at the restaurant. Right. I recently had a veggie sausage type thing at the movie theater, mm-hmm. you know, at the. Uh, well, that's the place to get it. If you're going to get well, a veggie sausage. But it's at the, you know. The movie theater is the, the place the, to get the it. The pretentious movie theater. The fancy movie. Pico like and, like you know. an Alamo draft house or an Arclight or no, something. No, 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 Landmark. Landmark. Thank you. Landmark. And I took one bite of it and threw it away. It was so disgusting. Mm, no. So got, that's what's in my head. Should have got the raisinets. Then you went back into watching uh, Most Exotic Marigold Hotel 2. <laughs> oh, God. That's all they show there. It's just God. that. What's his new movie? I just. I, uh, <laughs> twee is the right word for to explain him, right? Twee? Oh, no. That's not Wes. Well, oh, not I'm Wes sorry. Anderson. I'm thinking that's, of Wes yeah. Anderson because his name also You're had a hotel. Of the Grand Budapest Hotel. The Grand Budapest yeah. Hotel. But which, he has a new movie, PS, which is. Fucking ruled. It was so great. Oh. <laughs> Very reasonable opinion you have, Danielle. Sorry. However, I will speak up Just... on behalf of that movie, which totally ruled. You know what? I bet Most Exotic Marigold Hotel was good, too. I think they came out 
kind of at the same time, and I got them confused in my sure, head. Sure, the two. Mm. Yeah, it's like how there was two uh, two asteroid movies one summer. Sure, two yeah. volcano movies. Two volcano movies, yeah. and then two Twee Hotel Dante's movies. Peak, Twee Hotel movies. Yeah. yeah, I think most exotic Marigold Hotel was old people. More of an old people right. Billy Elliot type situation. Old people Billy Elliot. It's like oh, it's a movie with old people for the Billy Elliot audience oh, who want to watch a, I, yeah, an art it. movie, but not a confusing art no, movie. No subtitles. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. That's got what it, it was. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Brian, you said you had an update on a previous call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Sunny D, and Sarah Morgan. It's Alana from New York here uh, calling to say that I'm actually Australian. Props yeah. to Jordan for Milkshake it. Possum. Uh, fun fact, Australians love flavoured milks so much that in any grab-and-go counter, there's almost as many flavoured milks as there are sodas. Besides chocolate, strawberry, and vanilla, we also have Jaffa, which is chocolate orange, Butter. honeycomb, banana, mm. nope. and <laughs> lime. All right, guys, uh-uh. keep tooting down milk? that track. Nope. Love you. Nope. Love nope. You, number one, love you, we too. Love you, too. Number two, I'm in on all of those. Oh, I hope milks. the wildfires got that lime milk. <laughs> that <is> disgusting. <laughs> Get rid of the kookaburras. Get rid of the lime shit. milk. Any Maybe citrus milk. I never would have thought Danielle Koenig would come in here guns blazing for Jaffa Holy milk. Holy ghost. Mm. This is Orange an, uh, chocolate milk. Come on. This is an update. We should, we should explain. Sounds this is an great. update from a call uh, a few weeks ago. There was uh, and and it's see, not all of our callers are calling from Brooklyn. Sure. This one is calling from New York. Yeah. From one of the other boroughs. <laughs> right. You know. Um, Greenpoint, maybe. Uh, that's in Brooklyn. That's in part of Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was trying to make a joke. Soho. But I also Got don't it. know anything about New York geography, yeah. so I also Soho might be the Brooklyn of New York. Sure. Right? Of Manhattan? Of Manhattan. I would say Brooklyn is the Brooklyn of I New York. I meant Manhattan. New yes. York is the Brooklyn of Manhattan. <laughs> well, can you <laughs> also you. say New York to refer to the New York proper, NYC proper is like that's Manhattan? No, that's the, no. Bu- that's the, the five boroughs. New York, New is, York the, is all of the boroughs. Is all of the boroughs. Okay. Manhattan it. is Manhattan. Anyway. Manhattan. Okay. We're all walking here. All right. Then you got the island of Staten. This is an update. A caller, we, we were arguing, they were calling about something. We don't know what it was. Oh, the shoe fight. Shoe fight on the train. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we didn't was know. That, was that a bad seed situation? It was a real bad seed. Uh-huh. Too bad. They were fighting over a metal. Yeah. A shiny metal. It could have just been like a like a like an experiential site specific theater experience. Oh yeah. Which uh, <laughs> God. they love it in New York. Yeah. Um, we were we were arguing about where her accent was from. So this is the yes. caller calling in to tell us that it was in fact Australia, land of many milks. Jaffa milk. Jaffa milk. You know what? Can I tell you something? Hmm. Sometimes when I'm driving up to driving up to my cabin, mm. I stop in Springville, California, and go to the beautiful town and country market. John okay. John Hodgman and I talked about this on Judge John Hodgman the other day. Uh, how we each have a favorite market. His is one that's on the way to Max FunCon. Uh, mine is town and country market in Springville. Is it like California. a grab and go? Uh, <laughs> What's some orange milks from the grab and go? Yeah. Um, Orange it, milks. It's just a. It's just a, an enormous supermarket. Oh, uh, an oh, enormous I was independent. Very tiny. No, okay. enormous independent supermarket. Oh, okay. Uh, that has not been updated. It's like a supermarket from a movie from 1978. Uh, okay. Just gargantuan, um, but not n- neither fancy nor not fancy. It just has one of every type of product. Is there a Deli? Is there a mm. no? Is there no. a bakery? Okay, so there everything's is, on shelves. Like there's kind of a deli, but like 
not a deli that you would want to visit. It's like Safeway. It's it's no less than Safeway. Oh. Less deli than Safeway. Less less frills than anything oh, you're okay. imagining. Okay. They have the nice products and the less nice products, okay. but just a huge expansive store. And there they have those kind of, you know the kind of milk that comes in a glass jar. Mm-hmm. And you're not sure what the- From the 50s? Yeah. But you don't know what the difference is between that milk and the carton milk, but but one is a premium experience. So that one, they'll have, they have like a 10-ounce flavored milk in a little glass jar. You know, like a beautiful little glass jar. Sometimes I'll pick myself up a banana milk when I'm shopping for the cabin. I'll say to myself, you know what? This weekend, I'm going to carve out a little daddy time- (laughs) To drink banana milk. To drink this Mm. banana milk out of this glass jar. And Mm. is it delicious? Mm, I mean, it's about, it's (laughs) banana milk. I don't know. I've never had that. Like, it's kind of gross. Like, I don't know how you feel about, like, banana pudding. I don't like banana flavored things. Real bananas, great. Flavored, Then you would truly hate it. Okay. It sounds repulsive. I've come to, as I'm not supposed to eat chocolate, so I've come to really like a couple of... Like chocolate adjacent things, but you don't like coffee, which is chocolate adjacent. Coffee is chocolate adjacent, but I can't have coffee anyway. Wait, for, why can't you have chocolate? Both are migraine triggers. Oh, right, so, right, right. Even milk chocolate's a migraine trigger. Yeah, I mean, like I'll eat a chocolate chip cookie once in a while. Gotcha. Night, but, okay. Um, but like a uh, a banana or a butterscotch or a caramel flavored thing okay. are things that sort of do some of the same. Dopamine or whatever. Yeah. It is. Okay. And uh, so I've come to like a banana thing. It's gross, but it's the kind yeah. of gross that I like having a special occasion for. But do you you don't share with your kids the uh, banana milk, or no. they're not there? Oh, they don't get it. They, they don't get any. They don't get any. No, no banana not milk until they're the eighteen. Kids. That's for daddy. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's Seems like something specifically daddy. made for children. They have that Stra- strawberry milk or nothing. Yeah, I'll buy. I'll bring bring some bring some banana milk up there, and I'll I'll get a couple little cans of corned beef hash. That's for Daddy's breakfast. This is like the opposite of my life. <laughs> like all the things I wouldn't do, but okay. But I don't have a cabin. Maybe I'd be a completely different person if I had a cabin. Sure, yeah. Maybe they'd get that. Get yourself that second home, and then it's uh, banana milk all the way. You got right. the summer cottage on the Cape. Sure, I do. yeah. Of course, sure, I when you do. pull up your crab traps, right? Right. <laughs> Crab folk. Crab, mm-hmm. with the crab folk. Yeah. Yeah. Did it's you get liter- to eat any of the crab? I did, and I've never I, – I don't really eat crab. And I – you know, I'm a little uh, skittish about eating animals. I, I said I eat fish. That's yeah. really all I eat. Um, but I did it, and it was kind of – I kind of liked the experience. I mean, it was weird pulling apart a, something that used to be living. A lot of work. Um. But it was delicious. I gotta yeah. say, it was delicious. You know, I I should do this. I should maybe plan myself. You know, a vacation to this the kind of like the Northeast region. Yeah. And I I haven't. I've never been. I've never visited anywhere in that zone. And right. I think that's just because when people kind of talk about the crab folk, I was envisioning half human, half crabs. Sure. And I was that scared. wouldn't that wouldn't wait. But you play video games. That wouldn't be appealing to you. That oh, seems right. like it would be fun. Yeah. Well, that's why I play video games to kind of. Um, process my fear of half human half crabs. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, so, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, it's gotcha. you know kind of why it's you know we like to watch like home invasion movies is cuz you know we right. you know you it's your processing right. the fear and that's I think why I play so much Zelda. Um Sure. I uh I went to Martha's Vineyard once. Mm-hmm. My wife's uh friends from college their parents had a a house there. 
So we all, 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 the, all my wife's friends from college went there, and they do have um, half crab, half human. This is turning there. into uh, wider than any Cheers episode I've ever um, seen. <laughs> but when when I saw the crab men and women, that's the um, that's the slogan of our podcast. The mm-hmm. podcast that's wider than wider Cheers. than Cheers. Yeah. yeah. We've, we're hitting it all. Brooklyn, Wes Anderson, <laughs> <laughs> merits of Wes Anderson, hot takes Martha's on. Martha's Vineyard. Yes. So I, I saw the different half crab, half human people, mm-hmm. and I was scared too, but what I found myself more than anything else mm-hmm. was aroused. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So well. if you go there, just be yeah. prepared that it might hit you in an unexpected way, because I was afraid going in, but I was tumescent mm. uh, as I left. Sure. But was it like... But- was it a sort of new lease on life? Were you happy that, you know, you found something new that – or was it scary? Did you start questioning everything about yourself? I reevaluated. Oh, OK. That's fair. Um, I kind of did a check-in with myself and I found that at the end of the day, like that we go through lives – or we go through our lives with all these kind of petty concerns. Yeah. Our lives are so full of petty concerns. Oh, well, I have, you know, what about my 401k, you know? Right. Like, what about yeah. my car yeah. payment? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, just so-and-so like me, mm-hmm. yeah. whatever. Yeah. And what like, am I going to have for lunch? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I, at the end of the day, I, I sort of refocused on what was important, which for me is horniness. Sure. sure. But, I mean, Jesse, I'm glad that you found, you know, something that, you know, a new source of pleasure for your life. Just mm-hmm. look out when you're around those crab people and you're too messy. They'll snip it off. They got a lot of different ways to do it. Yeah, we'll snip it right off, and then skittle away and then sideways. Skittle away sideways, which is arousing. I think. Yeah. It would, I think it would be worth it. I think it would feel <laughs> mocking if they're just like they take it and they're like, yeah, sidle away. They don't even care that they've snipped it off. They don't. They don't even. They care. don't. No more. No more. I wish the Jordan Jesse Go listener could have experienced the pure aesthetic joy yes. of Danielle depicting a the manner snipping off a penis and then scuttling away. <laughs> if we did scuttle some space work, oh, you did some so great did some characters, some, some really outs. great scuttling. Well, I told you I went to an arts high school. That's what it all amounted sure, to. Sure, yeah. Yep. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. Hi, I'm Dave Hill from before, and I'm very excited to bring Dave Hill's podcasting incident back to Maximum Fun, where it belongs. You can get brand new episodes every Friday on MaximumFun.org or, you know, wherever. And while my partner Chris Gersbeck and I might lack in specific subject matter on our podcast, we make up for in special effects. Chris, add something cool right here. Also, we have explosions animal noises, and sometimes even this. Dave Hill's podcasting incident. Every Friday on Maximum Fun. Chris, do another explosion right here. Hey, you've reached Dr. Game Show. Leave your message after the beep. Hello, this is Steve from Albany talking about my favorite podcast, Dr. Game Show. Dr. Game Show is a show where listeners submit their crazy ideas for game shows 
and the two hosts have to play them, and they often bring in celebrities and small children to share in the pain and hilarity. At first, it might seem like Joe Firestone has a contentious relationship with listeners, but that is only mostly true. She actually really respects us. It's a lot like Lethal Weapon, where Joe is like, Oh, listeners, you're all loose cannons. You're out of control. And we're like, No, Firestone, you're too by the book. You've forgotten what it's like out there. And that's why I love the show. Listen to Dr. Game Show on Maximum Fun. New episodes every other Wednesday. It's Jordan, Jesse, go on. Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Danielle Koenig, wearer of shoes. It's true. She's not lying. Nope. Mm-mm. Where's the she's shoes? Not, she's not here to fucking lie Indoors. Indoors, outdoors, wherever she sure. pleases. Up in the sky. Hey, Danielle, I don't mean to be presumptuous, but did you wear some shoes when you went out crabbing? <laughs> yeah. They might have been flip-flops. I think they were flip-flops. Still the right shoes for that situation. Yeah. Well, I take a dance class every Saturday, and um, it's a hip-hop class. That's important for the story. Mm-hmm. And there's a woman who just started who doesn't wear any shoes, and um, I cannot not judge her. I think it's the weirdest fucking thing. Oh man, I got it. What, and dangerous. What's the, what's, the, dangerous. what's the floor like in this place? It's, I think it's wood. I think it's wood. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, yeah, like a like a parquet. Yeah, maybe, maybe spring loaded. Maybe spring-loaded? a little spring loaded. Could be partly spring loaded. Mich- Michelle, my Afro Haitian dance teacher, when I was in <laughs> high school. Like every every fucking cliche I could think of comes up. It's amazing. Yeah, my she 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 never wore shoes and, she, and no one has ever not different. worn shoes more. She was getting the fuck down though. Michelle was getting down. Wait, was she the teacher you said? Yeah. And what kind of dancing was it? Afro Haitian. I don't think that's as inappropriate as not wearing shoes for hip hop. Yeah, that's probably And true. it's a crowded class. I just think she's going to get her feet smashed. Who's your teacher? Rosie Perez? No. Did oh. she teach hip hop? It'd be awesome if she did. She, I mean, she really was the cool. choreographer of the Fly Girls. That's what made me think of her. Oh, that's that's right. She was. Yeah. I did uh, once take a class with, uh, what's her face? Carrie Anaba. Ooh. No. My teacher's name is Lucky, and he uh, recently choreographed a video for a song called Pussy Fairy. Oh. You heard it here. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Sure. The words are- Is those... this what breaking a record is? Yeah. The words weren't- Oh, am I being- Am I swearing too much? No. Oh. Uh, not the, enough, if okay. anything. The words aren't in the song. I'm sure Annabelle won't appreciate. Was that her name? Annabelle. Annabelle. <laughs> she shouldn't be listening to this no, program. No, she shouldn't. Um, I've, uh, she I've, should be focusing on her acting career. No kidding. I got my uh, my WeWork card revoked. I had a free WeWork card from a friend whose company mm-hmm. has folded, I think. Wow. Uh, so I have Much to... like WeWork will soon. Yeah, take. exactly. Um, yeah, the company folded right before the WeWork itself would. Um, Back to the library for you, Jordan. Well, it's the library or the uh, – uh, or there's Burbank a right – Burbank Aquatic Center. Or the Burbank Aquatic Center. <laughs> Uh, I work with my underwater laptop. Uh, there's a Writers Guild lounge, which I quite like, but there's a no shoes guy. There's a at no- the Writers Guild lounge yeah. the- on Fairfax and Third. <laughs> yeah, is he a guild member? I guess. I think you have to be. a You guild have member to be. He's to got the little. It. He gives you. You get a little sticker when you go in. Yeah, unacceptable. That seems like the basis for revocation of guild privileges. You shouldn't be able to maintain your health insurance. I mean, if I had to no. let go of my agent. They should this have, guy to, should put have to put some on fucking some fucking shoes. shoes. I know. And he's like set up too. He come he clearly comes early and just sets up, you know, a whole thing, laptop, notebooks, Trader Joe's bag of food, and just whips off his shoes and hangs out. 
Anyway. So he owns shoes. They're just he's not wearing them. The shoes there. are next to the chair. Yes, I can see the shoes. Is he wearing socks? No, he's so well. I've seen him in socks and no socks. I've That's seen acceptable. bare feet and in socks. Is he like a celebrity screenwriter? Is it Joe Asterhouse? Joe Asterhouse. This guy does not look like he is from the age. Where he he has clearly started writing. He's young enough to where he started writing in a time after celebrity screenwriter was a thing. Okay. After Diablo Cody was the final celebrity screenwriter. Right. Uh, this guy probably he's not that much older than me. He might be even be younger than me. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's just fucking I mean, shoeless. Are the shoe are the feet on the ground? Is he putting them on chairs? Uh, he does some little kicks in the air. No, uh, they're just on they're on the ground. He's not like putting them up on a stool. It's or anything. still gross. But I, he's he's stretched out. He has like a long slump. So if he's just gonna act like he's at home, why doesn't he just write at home? Yeah, right. That's what I think. I say write at home. Gross. Anyway, you know what? I say. Live your life, man. Wow, you're pro. Your you're pro this guy, huh? You know what I think you you're should coming do? out on the side of the shoeless. You know what I think you should do, Jordan? Hmm. He's got his. He's got his shoes off. Take out a ball. Take out a oh a testicle. A testicle. Yeah. No, just well, one. Just one. Just one. Yeah. Let it. Let it just splay out there, and yeah. maybe as the cool air hits it, you'll get an ins- inspiration to write Basic Instinct Three. <laughs> yeah. Or, Wait, are you it's Joe, still Esterhouse? Joe Esterhouse? I've been Joe Esterhouse the whole time. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Was I canceled? I don't know. Uh, Probably. I don't remember? I don't know. You look so young. <laughs> if it turns out I was canceled, Brian, cut this out. Uh, <laughs> did I talk like this? Yeah, probably. Did I write Starship Troopers? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe I did. Yeah. <laughs> They probably wrote an autobiography with a shiny cover. That's my memory. Uh, yes, that's me. <laughs> well, off to get canceled. <laughs> Goodbye. We're pretty gifted impressionists, too. That's right. You really are. It's it's eerie. Don't drag me. <laughs> I don't want to be dragged for maybe writing Starship Troopers, <laughs> which maybe I did. Daniel Koenig, what, what are you up to these Joe days? Dante? Where Anywhere. can people get more uh, Daniel Koenig? Well, I'm writing on... A podcast that hasn't started yet. Yes, it is. Don't Don't care. It is a scripted podcast starring and co-created by Rain Wilson of The Office, and uh, I think it's going to be called Dark Air with Terry Carnation. And he plays a kind of Art Bell type character who hosts a radio show that is of the paranormal, but it's a scripted thing. So it's not all. Some of it is the radio show. And some of it is, you know, what's going on in his life. Get a little peek behind this. Little peeky boo. And um, I mean, I read the pilot. I think it's hilarious. And so hopefully it'll uh, be great. Is I this going to be a publicly available podcast? Is it a platform specific podcast? I don't know yet. It's like super brand new. Yeah. But I would just say look out for it. Yeah, I'll, I'll I think be it'll keep, be super fun. I'll be keeping an eye out. That yeah. sounds great. Yeah, I'm yeah. A, I'm a big. Uh, I, w- I had definitely had an Art Bell phase. Uh, yeah, I did too. And uh, yeah, it's a fascinating and also little a world. Phil Hendry phase where I probably learned about Art Bell. Yeah, um, originally. For sure. Yeah, yeah. This is in, the, in a pre-podcast day where you had to yes. drive around at night. That's right, <laughs> that's, and listen in. That's yeah. right. A lot well, of fun. So that's about what I'm doing. Rainbow that's exciting. Funny. Plus, of course. Law and Order parody from the WGA Awards. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Might be on, probably up. on YouTube. Actually, I, I tried to find stuff from the award show, and I think they took it down like uh, a few days later. It was weird. I don't know. But our host was on a gas tire, and she was fantastic. Oh, that's great. Lovely and
Yeah, both. she sings. Oh can my she, god, she sang she, her heart out. Can She's she, amazing. Can she hoof? I, she probably can hoof. She didn't hoof on our show. Why not? Uh, we didn't have her hoof. Mm. We didn't have her hoof. You know who's a great choreographer? Rosie lucky. Perez. Oh. <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> yeah, lucky's really good too. Well, if the if, if the video for the for the song, fairy. I was going to say yeah. pussy cobbler. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for correcting me. Yeah. Um, but I uh, backstage at the awards, I just thought of this because she commented on what a good singer Anna was was uh, Gwyneth Paltrow who um, looks so much like Gwyneth Paltrow. Like, <laughs> like it, you know what I mean? Like, she's just as sure. shiny and expensive-looking in person as she is in pictures. Wow. It was kind of... Only imagine. You know what I mean? It was just like uh She gets weird. buffed before she leaves the house She does. I think day. she has a whole polish going on. She right. gets a detail on every Sunday. She does, yeah. And she gets the hard wax. <laughs> and, the, and the air fresher. That's why she always smells like, like clean vagina. linen. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know the candle. That's, the, yeah. that's true. The famous right. goop candle. The goop smells candle. Smells like her vagina. Even the word goop is disgusting, right? Can we agree? It's just gross. <sighs> it's gross. Ugh. Yep. Um, but it's a successful business for some reason. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's well, a lot of white rich women, I guess. Lifestyle. Sure. That's a word I can just say. <laughs> sure. Pelvic health. Yeah. I can say that. Yeah. I miss a time where brand couldn't describe a person. Yeah. You know? Sure. Yeah. I'm old fashioned. Back in the back in the days where Kirkland's signature meant something. <laughs> yes. Thank you. A company that gives me my tires and my muffins. I'm more of a Safeway Select man. But, oh. And yeah. that's a good brand too. Are man. you guys too young to remember plain wrap? Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't recognize plain wrap. Oh, there used to be a thing. I was gonna make actually a reference when you said that that supermarket has like really old stuff or whatever. But it would literally be a blue stripe around the product with maybe like a black border, and it would say towels or napkins or there were more than just paper goods. Oh yeah, uh, chips. Oh like, sure. There, it was literally plain wrap. Like all there of was the food, just, all of the yes. food on Roseanne. Oh, did they do that on Roseanne? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it was a real thing in yeah. supermarkets. Yeah. They still have that in Canadian supermarkets. They do? Which I know because uh, the folks who make it came to a Judge John Hodgman show. Oh, yeah? Because Hodgman made friends with them because he loves those things so much. He does? They're bright yellow and they and they just say the name of the thing in, uh, in a sans serif font. And it may literally be Helvetica. In fact, I actually now that I think about it, we made a T-shirt and we had to like nego- we had to license Helvetica new uh, in order to uh-huh. make the T-shirt inspired by. And did it say shirt? It's called No Name is the brand. Oh, okay, because that uh, was sort of a joke at the time with the plane wrap was you would wear a T-shirt that said shirt, yeah. like in the same <clears throat> thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the thing, and I I'm looking at a tote bag that they gave me right now. I'll show it to you on. Our oh, way okay. Yeah. Does it say bag? Uh, it says merch because they gave us gifts oh, merch. in it. That's good. They gave us like gifts that. in it. Yeah, we got ping pong balls and playing cards and flip flops. Oh, yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> Brian Sunny D Fernandez is our producer on the program. You can find us on Reddit, maximumfun.reddit.com. You can find us on Facebook where you can like Jordan Jesse go. We like to share updates about what our guests are going on. Absolutely. Probably when this Rain Wilson podcast starring Daniel Koenig comes out. Oh, we'll I'm probably. writing on it. I'm not yeah, gonna... you're the star starring of it. the words of. I we mean, consider... I might be doing yeah. a voice. No, you're the. I don't know. You're... <laughs> let's guys. Let's not get ahead. Rain, if you're listening, let Danielle <laughs> do a voice. Let her be Rain. a crab person. She's already got the physicality. Yes. Rain listens. So does Oscar Nunez. Oh, the whole cast of The Office listens to <laughs> Jordan Jesse go. Right.
Every single one of them. Soup to nuts. Ed Helms, Angela Kinsey. The guy who was in the grassroots. Mm-hmm. Oh, Creed? <laughs> yeah. Creed Bratton. There yep. you go. That's Whole gang. Name. Leslie. Uh... Yeah. What's his face? Sure. <laughs> yeah, him. Whole nine yards. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely. Uh, I know the show doesn't have an air date yet, but we will definitely throw it up on the Jordan Jesse Go Facebook cool. page as soon as it comes out. So I will let you know. uh, go ahead and like that, and then you'll see the updates. Our theme music is Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of that band and their label, uh, Light in the Attic Records. Very kind of them to share that with us. Uh, great band, great music. You should go, uh, why not get Kites Are Fun, the best of the free design. Beautiful collection of free design songs. Amazing band. Uh, we don't, look, we don't get it. We don't get paid when they use that song in a commercial. When they, when that song's in a commercial, everybody tells us about it. We should get paid. Though. We should get paid. Yeah. Since we <laughs> for get, popularizing the song. Since they were nice enough to let us yes. use it for free mm-hmm. and, for our stupid yes. podcast. We need it for, we need the, we deserve the royalties. <laughs> Okay, that's all. Goodbye. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.